Seattle in the 90s. A tidal wave of iconic music roars out of this sleepy city and launches a pop culture revolution. Here's a story you haven't heard. Let the Kids Dance is a new podcast about the rise and fall of Seattle's teen dance ordinance, the law that made it illegal for young people to go to concerts. Listen to Let the Kids Dance from KUOW and the NPR Network. Hi, I'm Cheryl Waters, and you're listening to Live on KEXP at Home. And today I'm joined by Bachelor. It's Melina Duterte and Ellen Kempner. Welcome. And who else is joining us today? Tuli. Oh, is Hello, that uh, an official band member or a mascot? Yeah, she just joined today. <laughs> or a muse. Right, Ellen? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> she's the muse. She's the writer. She's the composer. Yeah, she's our ghostwriter. She's everything. Yeah. Look at her. She's beautiful. And Melina, you just said that you just got back from fishing. Um, yes. <laughs> well, did you go really early and say, we got to be back. I have to be, I have to do an interview. <laughs> Actually, yeah. That's why me and my friend went. Um, we woke up at 530 today. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and then we drove off uh, and arrived there at like 7. And we were there for a couple hours, but it was it was a lot of fun. That's great. It was. You yeah. said it was your first time, but you didn't catch anything today? No, I didn't catch anything today. I used to go fishing with my dad, um, and the last time was, was when I was like eight or ten, something like that. Um, he used to like catch crabs and stuff, but thought, why not do it again? <laughs> well, I don't have anything as exciting that I did with my morning. What about you, Ellen? Oh, yeah. No, I definitely did not um, do an activity today like that. I got a <laughs> smoothie. Um that's that an activity. Really good. I'm in uh, West Philadelphia right now visiting some friends. Um, so I've just been kind of, yeah, I'm in my friend Lars's uh, room right now. That's, yeah. Well, thank you both so much for joining me today. You know, your band bio says that Bachelor is not a band, but it's a friendship. But even just being on here with you for a few minutes today, I can tell how fond you are of each other. And I love the origin story of your friendship, which was born from a mutual admiration and fandom. Can you talk about first meeting? I think I read that it was in a green room at a shared uh, show that you were both on the bill for. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, um, it was in Sacramento at a venue called Harlow's, and um, it was a, a Jason Palehound show. And we were both like on other tours, and we had these two shows as a part of our tours together. And I just remember, like, as we were, as my band was driving out to the West Coast, I was like, "These are the shows that I'm like so stoked for." And because, like, yeah, I was like a huge fan of Molina's, and we had had kind of like an internet friendship a little bit. Um, but I was like still like really nervous to meet her because you just like never know. Um, but as soon as we got to the venue. Um, they were like sound checking. And then afterwards, when they went to the green room, I was like, should I go back there? I'm not sure. And I went back and Melina literally like faced the door with like arms wide open, like, Aww. and was like, come on in. Like, and then we gave a big hug and just like, it was like, yeah, friendship at first sight. And <laughs> yeah. So. Do you remember a turning point when the nerves subsided and you were able to fall into a comfortable groove as friends and collaborators? Because even though she was very welcoming, I imagine thinking of working together brought on a whole other set of nerves. Yeah, I mean, by the time we decided to work together, we were like pretty close by that point. But yeah, it's always like nerve wracking to put yourself out there that way. And I had never really collaborated with anyone before. So I was having like a ton of nerves about um, whether or not like we would be compatible that way as we are compatible as friends. Um, and then we turned out totally to be. 
It, Melina, it sounds like when you did get into the studio that there was an instant musical connection as well. When was that and how quickly did things start to gel together? Mm, I think um, it was probably from our first trip in Big Sur, which was like a, six months before uh, getting into the studio together in Topanga. And it was at um, Ellen's aunt's place. Uh, and it was, like, so beautiful, and we brought, like, some instruments, like, cute ones, like a little cute keyboard and, like, guitars, and we jammed that way. So we already solidified this, like, kind of fun, like, jamming music relationship um, and had all these, like, voice memos, and we were just, like, having fun and, like, watching a lot of TV. And then six months later, we went to Topanga, and, like, we basically scrapped all of those like ideas and like started fresh. And I think it's because we were like sitting on these ideas for so long that we just wanted to like bring something else to the table. And I think that that to me like showed a lot about our sort of like working relationship and friendship in that we didn't want to get like stuck on one idea, which is my favorite like part of recording. Well, let's watch some of the videos that you recorded for us. The album I should mention is called Doom and Sun. It came out in May, and you put together a great set of songs for this KEXB session. And here's Back of My Hand and Sick of Spiraling. It's Bachelor live on KEXB at home. Enjoy.
That's Bachelor Live on KEXP at home. And Melina and Ellen, I am so in awe of this record because it truly seems like a perfect mesh of both of your incredible strengths. Ellen, you've got those wonderful guitar riffs. Melina, your production on the record and both of your poignant lyrics and your vocals sound so great together. I just wish I could be a fly on the wall during the recording (laughs) session. Did you find yourself picking up skills from one another? Absolutely. Yeah. In a huge way. Um, I learned like so much about, um, production that week from Melina and just also about like relinquishing control. I think like she's really good at that about like going with like a flow. Whereas before I had like a really structured approach to songwriting and recording. And so it was like really cool to just kind of like, um, 
blend in with like her process because she was like you know behind like the wheel for a lot of like those choices of like what we're gonna like put down and you know the order of things and it was like yeah I feel like I learned like so so much from that the videos that you recorded are so great I love how joyous you both are when Ellen's ripping on guitar during sick of spiraling you give each other both a, a look and a smile and the voices sound so great together. I mean, it's clear that you're really having a lot of fun. Is it fair to say this is a collaboration you'd love to continue as you're able to fit into your busy life and other projects? Of course. Of course. I love it so much. We have a lot of fun together. Um, and I love that you mentioned that, you know, we were looking at each other and smiling. One of my favorite things about playing with Ellen is, like, looking at her playing guitar. And that's literally how I had, like, an introduction to Palehound was watching YouTube videos of Palehound Live and, like, seeing Ellen just, like, having the best time ever on guitar and just, like, shredding so much. So... <laughs> It's so fun because you each bring something distinct to it, but you also each have that same ability. Like, well, you know, you can shred as well. So it's, <laughs> it's so humble. So it must be fun to take pride and joy in a friend doing that as well. And again, these videos are so great. Tell me about the band that you have together for these videos and where were those recorded? Yeah, we uh, got so lucky with, like, the coolest band. Um, we have Zoe Brecker on drums, who we've both been, like, big fans of for a while. Um, Zoe has been, like, around the New York music scene for a while. I remember, actually, the first time I ever saw her play drums, I was, like, freshly 18 out of high school, and I just, like, went to go see a band she was in at the time at CMJ, and I couldn't stop, like, staring at her and being like, whoa, that is, like, the most inspiring person I've ever seen. So it's, like, really cool to finally get to play with her. Um, and then we have Elise uh, Okusami of the band Oceanator um, playing, like, keyboards and guitars and backing vocals. And, like, she's also incredible and came, like, recommended to us through Polyvinyl, um, which was, like, super, super lucky. And the four of us, like, totally hit it off the week that we were practicing and, um, you know, filming that that this session and we uh, filmed it at uh, Dan Jellico Guitars has like a showroom that they were like so, so nice to let us use. Uh, like great space, great people. That's awesome. And Melita, you mentioned that the two of you escaped to out of the city to write this record to Topanga. And that reminds me of how you made a similar excursion to Joshua Tree for Anico. How does a fresh environment spark inspiration for you? Mm. I think it's a really, really important part of uh, songwriting for me personally, but I think um, that's something I wanted to make clear with, like, working with Ellen um, in that, you know, she's, like, worked in a lot of studio, uh, studio, um, studios, basically, sorry. <laughs> and um, a lot of the times, you know, they have just walls and no windows and it it could be stuffy and I've I've had my fair share of like going into studios to like record music and I just I, I think that there's like a different vibe and um you're, you're like kind of more inspired by like nature and like the place that we were staying at in Topanga the back patio was like huge and it was like surrounded by trees um and there was a hot tub that we went in every day uh <laughs> it, it yeah it's just like really inspiring I think to go outside and like be surrounded by I don't know just like beautifulness yeah and then when you came inside it sounds like you made great use of that tv 
We talk a lot <laughs> yes, about watching some TV together. I love it. Yeah, we got to start my own heart. No, I, I, I was all over it. <laughs> I know. We talk like as much about what we watch as that what we watched that week as we did like about the recording process. But yeah, we were watching The Mandalorian. <laughs> it was awesome. That's great. <laughs> well, tell me what your recording setup looked like. It sounds so cozy set up in a living room at this rental house. Yeah, we had a big rug and then um drum set was like right in the middle. The table turned into the speaker setup with a computer. What else, Ellen? There was a grand piano um, or a baby grand, oh, yeah. um, which was like one of the things that really sold us on this particular Airbnb. It was like right in the middle of the living room, and uh, the host was so nice and like got it professionally tuned, like phrase. I was actually going to ask that. Was it in tune? It was because he liked that. He, that was his idea entirely, and he like called someone in. He was like really excited to have yeah. like a band there. I think, which was like such a cool vibe to not be like worried about making too much noise or or anything like that. Yeah. And how did your days unfold? Did you keep a tight schedule? Did you work in the day or night or day into night? Um, we worked like pretty short days. <laughs> like we would sleep in kind of, we were like on an 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. schedule kind of. Um, but we would usually like start together and like get an idea going and for a couple hours and like track the basics, um, like the chord progression and, you know, lyrics and, or like melodies and stuff. And then we would kind of like break off for a couple hours from each other and Melina would like do some really cool production stuff or write lyrics and I would like write guitar parts or write lyrics and then we'd like join back together and then by like seven o'clock we were both feeling usually pretty fried and pretty like wild so we kind of would just like run around screaming and then watch tv <laughs> we'd cook for each other we'd too, cook for each other you know? yeah there was other a stuff. lot of it was bonding too a lot of talking a lot of bonding yeah it was beautiful yeah Hmm. Was it mostly just the two of you or did anyone come out and hang out with you or play on the record? Um, Annie came in, my partner, uh, just to hang out mostly. She didn't really play. But then Buck Meek came and um, let Ellen use his like really amazing, beautiful guitar. And that is something we tracked on with... Uh, the song Doom and Sun, the title track of the album, Ellen's playing Buck Meek's guitar. Uh, it sounds amazing. And then James from Big Thief as well came in to drum on a couple songs. And that was a really fun day because he just like went through so many songs and just played them through. Yeah. It sounds like the songs came pretty easily. Is that true? I mean, did you have any expectations for what that time spent out there would produce? Yeah, I had um, I had like anxieties, honestly, about that time because I'd like never worked like that, like in a time constraint with like, you know, an expectation set on it. So going into it, I was kind of like, oh, my God, are we going to pull this off? Are we going to be able to like write and record songs like this every day? Um, but then as soon as we got there, it did come like shockingly easily, I would say. Um, and I think it was just because like uh, partly of like what Melina was saying about like getting out of the house and going somewhere totally new and fresh like that the space was so inspiring and just like getting out of like our normal day-to-day -day lives and touring. And we were like both touring so much. And I think we just like both were like super craving time like that and creativity like that. Mm -hmm. When you look back on that two weeks out there recording, what sticks out the most? What do you remember the most? Like laughing a lot. Um, 
I was gonna say <laughs> and, the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> like just like laughing, just a screaming lot. a lot too. Scream laughing, like blasting music. I like have like this image in my head of like we were like blasting music and Melina was like dancing while eating spaghetti, um, and just like silliness, but also just like moments of like magic where I was like, oh my god, that take! I can't believe that just happened like that, or like oh, that part like just fits so perfectly into this song. Like, how did you think about that? And just like general like awe in each other, like creatively, like, like I don't know, humor wise. I was just, I don't know, just everything. Just like. Aww. Yeah, we talk about that a lot about how we're, we're the same age. And I think that helps a lot with the sort of way that we like relate to each other and the way that we work together too. It's like, I think you have to have that connection to sort of have this like really clear communication when you're working with someone or else you're just like making music for nothing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. We talk about all that laughter, which is the most wonderful thing that I could think of. And there's a beauty and a lightness to the record, but there's also an emotional weight to the songs. I mean, the title of the record is Doom and Sun. <laughs> Tell me about that. Um, yeah, we, there was, you know, I think we were both kind of like going through similar things in our lives at that point in terms of like, um, you know, stuff with like friendships and bands and touring was like, you know, wearing on us in a lot of ways. So we could, we had a lot to like relate on and just like the queer experience, um, also at like, and being this age and kind of like navigating identity and, and life in very similar ways. And also I think like something that was really at the top of our um, consciences was like climate the week that week because that's when like the Australia the Australian fires were happening. So we would like when we did check our phones, we would open it and just see like red skies and like you know smoke everywhere and like read these horrible statistics about land that was lost. And so it was like a balance of like what's on our minds. Like that's what we would like talk about all the time. We would just like talk and then write songs about what we talked about. Um, and we were like very connected in terms of like the issues that were like haunting us at the time. It seems like there was so much ease in this process and the joy you bring out in each other just seeps through this project. I mean, from the music videos to even the name of the collaboration, which I hear was inspired by ABC's The Bachelor. And I love the claiming of this heteronormative TV show by two queer women. <laughs> um, it reminds me a little bit of an all-women supergroup boy genius as well. How nice. do you think this collaboration where you're so similar and have all these shared experiences will affect you both in navigating this industry moving forward. <laughs> that's a big question. I, yeah. Not sure. Um, yeah, it's a great question. It is a great question. Um, I think that like this experience has like taught me that like, I don't need to take things so seriously maybe. And I think that like having like, a partner to navigate like, industry quote-unquote stuff with has showed me like how like how valuable that is to like share like decisions and responsibilities with someone and also like I don't know I think it's just like showed it's made me feel like more secure and like also made me um like this project kind of like reminded me why I like music is so special and I think it's like easy to get lost in like a lot of like the BS. Um, and I think that this was like a pure reminder of like, Oh, we're doing music cause we love to do it. And like, that's what matters the most. And like, that's the priority, you know? So just keeping mm -hmm. priorities in check. <laughs> Alina, anything to add there? I feel the same way. I think, um, 
it's really rare to know someone like Ellen. Uh, we're both in solo projects, and we both started at a really young age. And even like Pale Hound started when Ellen was like a teenager, and you started touring when you were like nineteen. Um, and I kind of followed suit after that. And I think we went into this world without like a guidebook. No one was telling us how to do so. We were just you know kind of. Um, learning how to do everything in our early 20s and that's really hard and that's really emotionally taxing and we're like in charge of a lot of things and like we're um you know dealing with a lot of like interpersonal relationships and like the trauma that comes with that when you're working with these people so it's like a lot and I I realize that I need someone like Ellen in my life and not just like a texting relationship or anything like that. But, you know, we're, we, we go deep with each other. And, like, I, I just need that. And it's like a good reminder for other people to sort of find people that are in a similar boat that they are. I'm so glad that lightning struck and you came together. The project is Bachelor, and I'm speaking with Melina and Ellen. And let's listen to some more music. This one's called Anything at All. It's Bachelor, live on KEXP at home. Shoot it. 
That is Bachelor live on KEXP at home. You just heard anything at all, spin out and stay in the car, all from the album Doom and Sun. You clearly not only survived, but thrived during a two-week stint in that Topanga house together. And you have some tour dates on the calendar coming up. What do you most look forward to about being back out on the road? Um, there's a lot to look forward to. Um, we're doing a lot of dates with Lucy Dacus, who's a good friend of ours, um, and who has like a great crew and I just like, can't wait to hang out with them. Um, but also, I mean, just like, you know, thinking about like when we filmed these, this set for y'all, like we just had the best time with our band that week, um, Zoe and Elise, and it's just going to be like so great to get to know them better. Cause we really only did like a couple weeks with them, but we like totally hit it off and just like playing music again is going to be like I don't I can't even like imagine what that's going to feel like but I think it's going to be amazing. Um we're obviously also like pretty a little nervous and a little um unsure about covid and um kind of taking that day by day but um we'll see. We'll t- stay safe and have such a great time. I feel pretty confident to say there's going to be so much laughter. Enjoy on that tour. Have fun. Tell Lucy we say hi. And Ellen Molina, it's so wonderful to see you, to talk with you. I can't wait till we can be in the same space together, hopefully not too far in the distant future. But thank you so much for this beautiful new record, Doom and Sun, and for talking with me today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Cheryl. It's so good to see you again. So great to see you, too. This has been Bachelor Live on KEXP at Home. Thanks to all of our wonderful listeners and donors who support KEXP and make these wonderful sessions possible. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you get updates on all the great video releases. Until next time, thank you so much. Discover new music at listenerpoweredkexp.org.